It's M-Class Podcast, a podcast all about picking apart Star Trek like two nitpicking pieces of shit. While also, I love nitpicking! <laughs> while also cursing and probably talking about penises. Fuck a penis, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, you heard me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you heard me. <laughs> uh, um, I'm Jeff. I'm Josh. And we're just two dudes who love Star Trek so much that we thought anybody on this fucking planet would ever want to hear us talk about it. And It turns uh, out some do. Turns out we were right. <laughs> if you want to be a part of the community, go to patreon.com slash mclasspodcast and you can give us money for free. We made it one minute and four seconds into this podcast before the Patreon got brought On Patreon, you can sign up for things such as get another podcast. You get uh, at least one other podcast and commentary tracks, but that's neither here nor there because today... It's there. It's on M Class. I said it. It's, it's there. on Patreon.com slash M Class Podcast. That's where it is. <laughs> on the, you know, we are balls deep in the Satan's collection, which is exactly where Satan wants us to be. So, right now, while we're recording this, it's Halloween night right now. Yeah. We watched. It's- yeah, we watched the spookiest. Uh, there's actually a Halloween episode of TOS, and this isn't it. But fuck it. What's we the watched- Halloween episode? Cat's Paul. I don't think I've seen that one. It has I, I mean, spooky I, I skeletons and monsters in it. I don't remember that one at all. Oh my god. I'm glad we didn't watch it, because I want to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> I don't want to see no damn Skeleman. I don't want to see a Skeleman in my nightmare dreams. Uh, this time around we watched The Devil in the Dark, which is TOS ep- uh, Season 1, Episode 26. Yes. And uh, we watched Not 25, that. 25, like it says. <laughs> we watched that as the final episode of the Satan's Collection. We're finishing it out on Halloween night, boys and girls. Blah, I'm a Satan. Blah. Oh no, it's me. Oh, Satan. there he is. Thanks I for knew. the lovely collection. You're welcome, my master and lord. I love you. You're welcome, Satan. Get out of my fucking house. Satan, Satan, can I have lightning hands? Sure, why not? Hail you, Satan! (laughs) Yeah, I'm the best, bitch. You have the best guitar solos, Satan. Yeah, check this shit out. Oh my god, that was so good. He's not even holding a guitar, guys. How is he doing <laughs> Anyway, um, I had to watch the remastered edition on uh, um, on Netflix, and there yeah. were some, actually some, uh, some pretty nice remastered moments in this Thank episode. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for agreeing with me. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, in the beginning where they do that like establishing shot of the I guess it's like an underground facility, right? Yeah. Like, the, it's it's it, like a matte painting in the original that they just kind of zoom in on. Yeah. But they added some in depth this, in this one. In this it's sort of a matte painting. It doesn't stray too far away from the matte painting look, right? Yeah. But not there's really. movement. There's people. There's little people in it. It's you know? great. And I, the one I was really thinking of is like near the end of the episode, the Horta, which we're going to learn about as the we go horchata. along. The Horchata. 
it yeah. comes out of the wall. It like melts the wall and comes out of it. And yeah. I thought that was a neat effect. It's very. It's st- the reason why it's neat is that it's still kind of herky jerky and looks kind of like corny. Yeah, which goofy. fits in with yeah. the aesthetic. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Yeah. There's one shot of the Horda like tube, like the hole it makes in the wall. Yeah, and it's clearly like a tarp that's been oh pulled. for fucking sure, dude. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dude, we're inside of a tarp right now. <laughs> it's great. It's fucking great. Um, this episode was written by uh, Gene L. Coon, who we've talked oh, about. Gene L. Coon in past episodes is having a name that makes us uncomfortable to say. Gene is a very weird name for me. <laughs> well, um, so I wanted to point out some John Larroquette fun facts of the week about Mr. Gene. <laughs> You're making me uncomfortable. I'm sorry, Josh. His name is Gene. But um, he actually established a lot of the things about Star Trek that really stuck around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Klingons, which were introduced in Errand of Mercy... Uh-huh. The United Federation of Planets being named that from Arena, Starfleet, Starfleet, Starfleet Command, uh, yeah. established as the operating authority and court-martial, and the Prime Directive. That's a big one. Being first articulated in Return of the Archons. Actually, fucking, he introduced Zephram Cochran in Metamorphosis. Yeah, in Metamorphosis, And, of course, yeah. Khan in Space Seed. Yeah. And we talked about bef- important. We Mr. talked Gene. about before how Mr. Gene and another Gene, Gene Roddenberry, did not get along very well once the show was over because it's of all those names. Both were very uncomfortable to say. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Roddenberry. That's not even a real berry. Makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> but like, um, Gene Coon created all of these like really like Star Trek things that make up yeah. the universe of Star Trek. And like a lot of the actors and writers and stuff contributed all of this stuff straight right. to Gene, you know, and Gene, Mr. Gene, Mr. Gene, Gene, Gene C, Gene C. Yeah. And, uh, Gene Roddenberry was like, no, I made those. Yeah. And so they just hated each other. It's a very uh, McCartney Lennon situation. It is in a in like a he, big way. Except like, like if no one knew that McCartney <laughs> really existed. <laughs> well, you know he's like a robot, right? <laughs> yeah, they made him. He's a 1960s robot that they made to replace the original McCartney. He's one of those robots from Austin Powers. The fembot. He's, he's got like nipple machine guns. Yeah, he definitely has <laughs> nipple machine guns. Which you I heard think, it here first. I think he plays the piano with them. Dude, I would pay to see that shit. Everybody would pay to see that. Are you crazy? <laughs> um, the episode was directed uh, by Joe Pevney, who directed like a ton of other TOS episodes that are great, like City on the Edge of Forever. Amok Time, one. Trouble with Tribbles, and The Menagerie. Uh, we gotta watch tri- The Trouble with Tribbles. We should do a Tribbles collection. We should. Is that a Thanksgiving-y type thing? Because they eat a lot? I don't know. Like, I keep asking people to give us suggestions, and then I don't do them. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we just make our own up. Which is okay, because, like, if we didn't make our own up, we would ha- we would definitely use them. But, like, we run the show, so we're just gonna do whatever we want. Yeah, sorry guys. I mean, you know how it goes. We might 
like the thing is, I always look back at your suggested collections when I'm trying to figure out what the next collection is gonna be. Uh huh. I just don't choose them. Yeah, well, some we. I mean, this one was such a good idea. <laughs> the Satan's collection. I don't. I don't remember which visionary came up with that. I. I'm gonna say that this is a McCartney Lennon situation. <laughs> <laughs> which visionary? The. <laughs> I love, I fucking love the, like, Paul McCartney is dead thing. I think I've talked about why I love it before. It's so ridiculous. Because it's like, he did, like, he was in a car accident and died, and they replaced him with a guy who looks exactly like him, can play all of the same instruments as him, and can sing in his exact voice, but it's a completely different guy. Because you can tell because several points on his face are slightly different. Because there's no such thing as plastic surgery that someone would get right. after a car crash. Right, or aging, or anything. <laughs> uh, it's the it's that generation's uh, Marilyn Manson took his rib out to suck his <laughs> Well, That's the Marilyn exactly. Manson thing is much more fucking... It's just great. It's much better. <laughs> That and he was Paul from the Wonder Years. Well, that's true. That's a real thing. They're both true. <laughs> that dude can suck his own dick. He's living My the dream. My favorite thing about that is like, like removing a rib suddenly allows you to suck your own dick. It's it, honestly like if <laughs> humanity would have died out like millions of years ago if it wasn't <laughs> for this one rib, right? <laughs> that's thanks, Eve. Thank you, Eve, for this rib. <laughs> Uh, I like that uh, um, in Christian theology, humans had just one extra rib on one side, <laughs> and then the, they took Adam's extra rib and made Eve, and God was hey. like, yeah, it makes more sense to have the same number on both sides. <laughs> Since I'm an infinite, omnipotent being, why did I think of this? Anyway. Why didn't I just rewind time and fix myself? This, this episode is... Uh, straight up Star Trek, right? Like, the lesson of this episode is so fucking intrinsically Star Trek. I I love this episode. I do too. great. I love the horchata. They're fucking great. (laughs) I love this episode for a number of reasons. Uh, One of the number one reasons I love it for is uh, we meet the chief of security of the Enterprise in this episode. And only this episode ever. like Don Smith. (laughs) His name's Giotto. I didn't remember what his name. His name's Giotto, and he's like of of like dark skinned guy with white hair, but he still just looks like forty, maybe thirty eight. I mean, everyone in nineteen sixty seven looked like they were forty eight years old. It's true because of the cigarettes. I'm telling you, that's why. But like, the craziest fucking shit is like Giotto's a commander. He has two stripes on his sleeve. Yeah, he's commander. And we just never hear about him before this or after. (laughs) Yeah, he's gone. Dude. Which is actually, like, it's unbelievably rare for an extra or any named character to show up on Star Trek and be a commander. They're almost always lieutenants. They always have the one stripe. Yeah, the lieutenant. It would make more sense that there's, like, lots of lieutenants, not a lot of commanders. It's just, it's so weird. Like, Giotto's only in, like, four scenes. In the in the episode, he's, and he's a commander. in this episode. Because <laughs> the thing is, I looked up. I was wondering one day, like a long uh, time ago, I was like, "Who the fuck was the chief of security on the Enterprise? Like the right. original?" 
And I looked it up, and they were like, oh, it's this guy, Giotto. And I was like, what? Who? He's only yeah, in one episode? <laughs> who's, Giot- who's Gelato? I thought this episode was about horchata. Oh, my God. Josh is getting a little racial in here, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, horchata. The, the drink. That's fine. It's my favorite. Dude, have you ever had horchata? I have not had horchata. Oh, my God. It's delicious. I used I to make it. I, I can make it from scratch. Make me some. Okay, come to my house. All right. See you in we're 17 already, hours. We're already at your house, Josh. We live in a satellite above an M-Class oh, planner, remember? Oh. I'll make the replicator uh, replicate my homemade Josh's horchata. Josh Chata. Oh, boy. No, that's a different recipe. Poor Joshua. My Josh Chata is uh, homemade, if you know what I mean. I've already had enough of that. Um, I brew it in my special place. My wiener. Your wiener? Not your testicles? I don't know how any of this works. (laughs) I'm going to pee white stuff. (laughs) I'm going to go number three so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Glenside They'll love that joke They don't know Nobody knows uh, that joke um, Like all the action on this episode Takes place on Janus 6 Yes It's a per What's the mineral Pervium Pervis Uh, Pergium Pergium That's it Pergium Pergium That's how it's Yeah Pergium They, like, mine pergeum there. Which I don't know what that is. I don't either. I don't know what it's used in. I don't know. It's you know some what? kind maybe, of mineral. Maybe we'll get a, a John Larroquette fun fact of the week out of this. Uh, oh, it really? is a radioactive element used by thousands of worlds as a source of energy. So it's, like, dilithium, but not. So Pretty Okay, much. so in STO, the, hord- the Horda, they are on the dilithium mines. So maybe it's, like... This got retconned as dilithium. Maybe, maybe pergeum is just another name for dilithium. Maybe, that would make a lot more sense. That makes more sense to me. Yeah, but um, the the leader of the miners on this planet, Schmitter, <laughs> he acts like a Schmitter. Also, uh, here's a Philadelphia fun fact. <laughs> Oh, how interesting. Yeah, uh, that's real interesting. Yeah, real good. Uh, my cousin Mike knew that. Uh, uh, <laughs> the Schmitter was a sandwich that they used to sell at the baseball field, and they had to stop because people were having heart attacks. Holy <laughs> shit. Holy Schmidt. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. It was really good. It was a really good sandwich. It was apparently too good. Yeah. It was the last sandwich you're ever going to have. Worth it. Totally worth it. Anyway. Bring back the Schmitter. Bring it back. But um, Schmitter's like, look, uh, people are disappearing. Fucking 50 people are dead. Uh, I guess we've we've only asked for help now after 50 people have been killed. I would have asked after, like, the second one. Yeah. I'd have been like, oh, this is looking bad. But they're like, all right, take your Type One phasers, uh, your yeah. little fucking garage door openers, and you get some phaser lore in this. It's interesting. Yeah. If if you see something, shoot something is what they say, right? <laughs> that's how the that's how the gun safety rule goes. If you see something, <laughs> shoot something. But uh, fucking Schmetter's like, all right, peace. Or is his name Chief <laughs> Vanderberg? 
There's a couple guys. There's Schmitter, who's like the it's like, Vanderberg, like the miner. He's like the 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 dingus, right? He's like, oh, it's yeah. me, I'm Schmitter. He's like the fat guy, right? Yeah. Who's like scared? But yeah, so Chief Vanderberg like leaves, and Schmitter's like, oh no, a monster, and gets fucking killed. Yeah, and that's Sorry. our cold open. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I like this episode because it's like a horror movie. It is a horror movie. There's like it's, an unknown slasher monster out there. It's alien. This is alien. Yeah. I wonder if they took some inspiration I, from this episode. I also wonder. I was thinking that when I was watching it. I was like, this is very alien. But uh, the Enterprise arrives two days later and like I guess like 50 more people are dead or whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> This place is huge. There's, like, just people getting just murdered by Yeah, they talk thing. about later on when they're doing the, uh, like, search. They're like, there are 200 people searching right now. And I was so like, So a quarter what? of your... Oh, my God. <laughs> searching? Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> How um, big is this place? I don't know. It's huge. It's a massive place. But apparently the creature's been murdering people for three months, and they just thought to call the Enterprise. I... <laughs> Someone's gonna get an OSHA claim, man. For sure. So OSHA's gonna be pissed. And the best part about it is they're like, yeah, it killed 50 men, but more importantly, we can't make Pergeum! The Pergeum, <laughs> yeah, they need to make you the Pergeum. But, like, Kirk, Spock, and McCoy beam down to Vanderberg's place, and they're like, uh, so what the hell is going on? And the chief engineer of the place is like, yeah, like, I shot this big pizza monster. With my phaser <laughs> type one. pepperoni pizza. <laughs> I was like, why are they shooting this pepperoni pizza? I shot Pizza the Hut with my <laughs> phaser type one. It didn't even hurt him. <laughs> He's so powerful. Shot, I shot Chet from Real si- Weird Science. <laughs> it got, it, things got crazy. I shot Pizza Face from all that. And it pizza didn't even face. hurt him. Oh my god, we have so many references. <laughs> and they're like, alright, McCoy, analyze Schmitter's remains, right? Yeah. And the the fucking like chief miner guy is like there's not much left of him. It's like he's just a smoking pile of nothing. He's like there literally is nothing he's like left of him. Fucking he's just ashes. He's and dust to dust, motherfucker. Fuck. That's what he is. <laughs> McCoy's like putting his fucking like tricorder onto the ashes. Yeah. You getting any readings there, McCoy? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it was like it wasn't burned. It was like corroded by acid. Yeah, like digested. Which is fucking crazy. And uh, cool. Spock, fi- they they say they found all these like spheres everywhere. Yeah, these and silicon like, spheres. They call them nodules. At first, I thought it was the the poop. I was like, "Oh, that's the monster's poop." Let's. <laughs> Spock is like cradling it, and he's like, "Hmm, <laughs> this looks like feces." He like smells it, and he's like, "This is definitely poop." <laughs> I'm holding poop right now. Can I? Can someone take this for me, please? Take it. <laughs> I need to go wash my hands at the eye wash station, but this time it's for poop hands. The poop hand wash station. They keep those in the future. They do. Well, mining for GM, you got to do that. That's called a yes and, everybody who's fucking playing along at home. It's a yeah. yes and. Put that down on your bingo. <laughs> but, like, Vanderberg's like, yeah, there's millions of these. They're everywhere. We've just been destroying them because they suck. Because <laughs> they're in our way. <laughs> they're like, why didn't you just, like, set them aside? And he's like, fuck them. 
<laughs> this guy's an asshole. He is Schmitter's, a dick. Schmitter's an idiot. Well, Schmitter's fucking dead. I'm talking about Vanderberg. Uh, I'm confused. Which one's Vanderberg? Vanderberg is the chief. Schmitter's the guy that gets burned to death by stomach acid. I Can I call him Schmitter, too? Can no, I call you're going to confuse everybody. <laughs> well, I'm already confused, so they should be on the same page. His name is Vanderberg. Like the generator. Got it. That's a Vandergraaff generator. His, his... Oh, my God. I'm so fucking confused. His name is Vanderberg. Vanderberg. Got it. But they're, they're like, Schmitter. talking about the poop nodules, right? And yeah. uh, then there's just an alarm, like a school alarm. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, the creature killed a guard, went inside the fucking nuclear reactor, and took the <laughs> circulating pump. He didn't destroy it. He stole it. <laughs> this is my favorite part. When the monster steals a part of the machine. But that's, dude, it's so Star Trek, right? It, like, it, like hints at intelligence. Yes, yes. Because they're like, yeah, it, it didn't destroy it, it took it. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't eat it away, it just took it out of the thing. Yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't done randomly, there's some type yeah. of purpose behind it. But the thing is, the nuclear reactor is going to go fucking supernova and yeah. destroy everything. Yeah, the... the uh, the I think the line is Kirk is like, well, the uh, only uh, question now is, do we want to asphyxiate to death or die of radiation poisoning? And I was like, you definitely want to asphyxiate to death. <laughs> I know there's two choices. Yeah, radiation poisoning is fucking terrible, dude. When that blood starts coming out of your butt, you're gonna wish you were asphyxiated. <laughs> Josh, why do you know so much about this? So what happens? So what happens is uh, the radiation eats away your lining of your intestines, and then you shit blood. Oh, no. And that's only if you get, like, a little bit of radiation poisoning. I don't want to poop blood. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> so Scotty's like, hey, I got, um, like, some parts to an old, like, garbage disposal I can put <laughs> together and make a nuclear reactor real quick. Because I'm Scotty, and why not? <laughs> but it's only going to last 48 hours. And Kirk's like, all right, beam down. And we're going to find that original yeah. pump, even though we don't know that it hasn't been destroyed. Yeah, that's, like, the like their mission, I guess, now is to... So they have, like, two things going on. Like, not get murdered by the horchata, which they don't know is horchata yet. <laughs> and fix the station, because everyone's going to die. I'm assuming oh, yeah. there's, like, families and shit, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. think Are so. There? I think it's all minors. They show them later, and they're like an angry mob. Of yeah, there's violent, angry murder mob of miners. But yeah. I guess fifty of their friends have been killed at this point. I guess yeah, their 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 uh, tensions are high, right? For they're, sure, they're not feeling too good about being in the station. <laughs> but then they go back to the room with like uh, they go to Vanderberg's office, right? And Spock makes a fucking Magics of Megas 2 level leap of fucking oh, logic. Yes, he does. And he's like, hey, maybe we're not dealing with a carbon-based life like every other type of life we've ever fucking experienced in existence. Maybe it's silicon-based. Yeah. And they, fucking... they talk about some, like, pretty... Uh, like pretty accurate stuff. Like as like as far as we know, like silicon based, like everything we know about silicon based life now is exactly what we know then. Like, yeah, which is little to nothing. Really. Like nothing, because like it's like like maybe it's impossible. Like nobody knows, right? Well, that's what Bones says. He's like, dude, you're fucking what the hell? 
That's not yeah. even a thing that could ever happen. It's literally impossible. Bones is a cranky bitch in this episode. He really is. <laughs> he almost always is, though. But he's, like, fucking not feeling it today. He's like, I fucking, I fucking hate this place. <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. That's I love that line. It is good. But Spock is like, hey, so... If it's silicon-based, maybe we'll just need to use our Type 2 phasers, which are much Ooh. more powerful. Yeah, that's the pistol one. Yeah, and we'll set it to be more effective against silicon, yeah. which is a setting we have. Turn it to super good phaser. <laughs> Turn it up to 11. This one goes to 11. <laughs> and so they send the security team down to level 23, which is where they saw um, all the spheres. Yeah. And, and the security guy, uh, Gelato, is like... <laughs> Gia- Gianna, this is a delicious episode. <laughs> this is a deli- There's so many delicious names. Gelato. Horchata. Horchata. Gelato is like, is there any reason we should expect to, to find it there? And Kirk is like, don't worry about that. He's like, just stand in front of me when we get down there. <laughs> He's like, just go down there. Don't think about it too much. Like, Giotto's straight up like, hey, can you like brief me on what's happening? Yeah, and Kirk's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Kirk's like, look, just be happy you have a name, okay? Yeah. yeah. Good good luck coming back, though, because you're wearing a red shirt. He does survive this episode. He does. But he just he never does. appears again. He doesn't survive. He plays, the, the guy plays an admiral later, though. Oh, the same guy. He got promoted real quick. But a security guard gets murdered by the creature, and Kirk and Spock are nearby, so they, like, run in and find the ashes on the ground. Ugh. Yeah, like, there's, like, three of, or four of these, like, mysterious acid murders, right? They really Scooby-Doo it up a little bit. <laughs> There's a lot of mysterious acid murders in Scooby-Doo. so many acid murders. <laughs> Remember that episode of Scooby-Doo when the killer drops the body in acid? I do. Well, wait, you you're going to have to be more specific, because that happened all the time. Yeah, which one, right? I think it was one with Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> and all you were thinking was, man, why couldn't they just do that to Scrappy? <laughs> why isn't Scrappy dead? Isn't Scrappy-Doo the, the bad guy in the second movie? I think he's the bad guy in the first the movie. The first movie, that's right. Yeah, the second he turns movie, into it's actually like, ghosts. He turns into like a big fucking like beefy muscle Scrappy-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> he takes mutagen from TMNT. That's right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, like they're, they're like trying to find silicon-based life using the scanners... And Spock detects only one such creature within a hundred miles. Wow. And he's like, if we kill it, it would mean that the species would go extinct, which is a yeah. crime against science. And Kirk's like, dude, it killed 50 people. It's still doing it. <laughs> yeah, he tells him to, to shoot it. He's like, just shoot the thing. Shoot just, her! Just fucking kill it, yeah. Which is like, I love this, because this is, this is where the Star Trek really starts coming oh, yeah. this like, is a learning now experience. we have a third dilemma right yeah this is a learning experience for the characters as well as the yes. thing because yes. they go into this thinking it's just some mindless beast that's murdering right. people but mindless beasts don't take radiation pumps or whatever the hell no we're like rocketing through this episode so i think we should take a break <laughs> Let's, yeah and we'll be it. right back after these messages Good evening. 
I am Tapon of the Tapon Radio Program. My producers tell me it is advisable to expose my program on other broadcasts my demographic may find enjoyable. Thus, I have elected to advertise on the M-Class podcast. Join me this week from 1900 hours to 700 hours as I discuss a variety of topics from Ferengi stock market trends to ancient earth music. Tomorrow, upon the request of frequent listener Commander Paris, I will be listening to The Logical Song by earth band Supertramp. I'm finding it difficult to keep my excitement at bay at the prospect of listening to a song devoted to a topic so integral to my way of living. While it is of no consequence to me, I realize there is much interest in the Ferengi stock exchange, so we will cover that topic exhaustively. In addition, with your help, I will be sponsoring the M-Class podcast for the month of October, which entails the following. On the 1st of November, I will match every dollar M-Class podcast has earned past $500 during the previous month. If you are a fan who has been waiting for an opportune time to become a patron, this is the month. The hosts of the podcast are putting much work into making as enjoyable a program as they can. One cannot fault them for their limitations. They are only human. This has been Tapon. Live long and prosper. And we're back. Hopefully somebody sponsored us for this month. <laughs> oh man, I hope Tapon decides to give us more money. Yeah, I'd like to officially announce uh, two weeks later when you guys listen to this. <laughs> One week later. One week later, that Tapon made good. He he fucking beamed us over a pile yeah. of money. <laughs> that means nothing to him. So I mean, yeah. Why not? Uh, I don't know why it means something to us, since ostensibly yeah. we exist in the same time period in the lore of this podcast. But we fuck just, it. Maybe we like to collect old currencies. We we're time travelers. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, Doctor. What's his name? Rasmussen, right? Tell me why you think this is important. <laughs> well, my favorite. the sa- the satellite M where we live. Ooh, cool name. Satellite M exists right next to a temporal wormhole, so we're just constantly getting shot back in time. It's like random though. It's not a stable wormhole because we have to r- remain canon, right? Yeah. So. So it just randomly appears. It shoots us back into a different time period. Yeah, one time it shot out an evil Lincoln. <laughs> He was cool. You keep calling him evil, and that's why he left. <laughs> he was just regular looking. <laughs> he, he's kind of a dick, I guess, but you didn't have to call him evil over and over Boy, again. Boy, Abe, look what happened to your party now. <laughs> he was very sad about that. Yeah, he, was, he, he rolled over, but he was alive, so I guess he didn't roll over in his grave. He kept saying he was going to do what John Wilkes Booth should have done. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I don't know what he meant by that, but hello, Secret Service. <laughs> Whoopsie! Oh, whoops! Oh, oh, oh! Looks like we're gonna get a call from the government. That's fine. Won't be the first time. Uh, anyway, back to the episode at hand. Ah, uh, yes. Devil uh, in the dark. Devil in the dark. Uh, when we last left our heroes. They uh, had split up into search teams to try and find uh, what they don't know yet is the Horda. They just think it's a pizza monster. They don't even... Well, they have they seen the pizza? They, they have sh- not they seen sh- the pizza They haven't yet. seen the pizza yet, yeah. They haven't seen the two guys underneath a rug. I was going to say, which is just two guys <laughs> underneath a pizza rug? I don't know. It's technically us, by the way, everybody. We weren't uh, really supposed to tell, but, you know. Shit. 
I liked being that hordo that one time. That was fun. It was. We could just kiss under there and nobody could see. That's what, that's how, like, when it's moving, that's, it wasn't the, it wasn't, like, us pretending to be a horda, it was us just kissing. We just kissing and throwing legs over each other and stuff. And Mr. Gene L. was like, good work, boys, whatever you're doing down there, don't stop. And I'd be like, I'm not. They were like, he was like, good job kissing, boys. That sounds like them's kissing noises under there. Sounds like you're doing some great A kissing. <laughs> This is Hollywood, whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, Spock's like, look, uh, security guard team, who definitely matter to this episode. Yeah, for sure. Surround it and possibly capture it. And Kirk's like, what? No, yeah, fucking no. kill it. <laughs> Euthanize it, right? And it's like a dog or a bear that mauls a person. They always shoot the dog or the bear because you can't let yeah. it live. He's like, shoot to kill. View uh, to a kill. To kill uh, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna recite some ACDC lyrics here, but I'll, I won't. <laughs> Good. Anyway, shoot the thrill, That's I don't know. That was it. I love your ACDC impression. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> You're welcome. Satan. No. Oh, it was Satan. He loves your ACDC impression. Oh, uh, he Satan would love ACDC. Yeah, ACDC rocks. Fuck, dude. I am so glad I picked you to worship Satan. <laughs> You're the best. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um. So Spock's like, Kirk. Kirk is like, look, Spock. You're kind of being a bitch, so why don't you go help Scotty? <laughs> he does say that. Oh, he does. Oh, that's right. He like sends him away. He He's tries like, to. He's like, you should yeah. just go help Scotty fix the reactor, right? Yes, yes. And Spock's like, but Captain, I love you. And Kirk's like, I can do this by myself. I'm a big boy. Yeah, I'm a captain now, Mister Spock. And Spock's like, well, look, how about some logic, baby? <laughs> I, I know you like it when I do that in bed, so I'm going to do it on the job. <laughs> Call me Logic Daddy. <laughs> like, you need my help more here, right? And, like, the chances of us yeah. both dying on this mission are, like, 3 billion to 1. It's, like, 2,178 or something like that. Yeah, it's, like, 0. 0.7 to... It's, oh, like, 0. 0.7. It's, yeah, like, 2,317.7 point, yeah. to 1 or something. I guess Vulcans don't round up. Point seven. He's got to be very specific. That's true. He is. It's very illogical specific. to round up. Yeah. Why would you round up, right? And Kirk's like, oh, these are pretty good odds. It's, <laughs> and it's playing this like, yeah. It's all goofy. It's all like, well, this is the goofy part of Star yeah. Trek. Isn't Spock silly with his different customs and viewpoints? <laughs> People who are different are goofy. <laughs> But uh, Kirk's like, all right, well, uh, I, as much as I hate to say it, it sounds logical. And the crowd goes, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> And then young Sheldon comes in and says, that's the character I'm playing. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. So whatever. Kirk's like, all right, we're going to fuck. You miners need to fuck off because we're going to do this uh they send them up to the first floor, right? So there's like yeah. 20, I don't know how many there are, but there's like lots of levels. So like, like they're digging. There, there's like, a moment, right, where this episode, like, 
it's pretty cohesive, the episode as a whole. There's yeah, really yeah. not a whole lot of plot holes in it or whatever. No, no. Yeah. But there's a huge plot hole where Vanderberg's like, yeah, me and my men are going to stay. And Kirk's like, yeah, but your phasers won't do anything, dude. And right. he's like, well, we're going to fucking fight it with clubs if we have to. And Kirk's yeah. like, all right, well, you can stay. Yeah, like, and it's a setup for later, right? Like, they have to be there, but, like, they could have done something better than that, right? Well, they could have not had the clubs. Like, who cares? Like, like later... Sorry, I just puked in my mouth. Uh, later... Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't, but uh, I could have... <laughs> Uh, later when they, I don't want to spoil it yet, but like later they use the clubs or whatever, but like... Yeah, they've seen they the episode, <laughs> No, I know, but like for the, I don't know, like if we want to go in order... Yeah, we always go through the episode point by point, which... But, how do you guys feel about that at home? Like, I never know. Press 1 if you enjoy it. Press Vote two. in the comments now. Well, wait. Hello, it's me, Mr. M-Glass Podcast Phone. <laughs> Tell Satan which you enjoy. Yes, I like a nice buttered scone. Mmm, <laughs> delicious. With chai tea, please. Um, so they're like, all right, we're gonna fucking hit, we're gonna hit the pizza with clubs, right? And even though like our laser beams don't hurt it, we're gonna hit it with clubs. A club will work, I guess. Sure. Maybe it's its weakness. You don't know. Maybe it, yeah, I don't know. It eats metal and shit, so who knows? And, like, uh, I don't know if it's been revealed yet. It has been revealed at this point. Yeah, because like, they talk about how, like, the planet or whatever is, like, chock full of, like, every goddamn valuable mineral. Yeah, well, it's it's been revealed that the, the monster, they don't know it's a horda yet, is, like, no. capable of moving through stone. Like, yeah. we move through air because of the corrosive it excretes. It moves at full speed through stone. And like they're like, we're going to hit it with clubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe, again, I'm not trying to, like, make up for yeah, this. Yeah, don't fucking part. take up for this episode. <laughs> but, like, maybe they're just freaked out and they're just, they're human nature, right? Like, yeah. I'll just use a club. I don't know. There's some, like, really good human nature later yes. in this episode, but we'll get to it. Yes, there is. But, like, Kirk and Spock reach a point where there's, like, um, a split in the tunnels. A spliff? Oh, sweet. I don't remember this part. <laughs> <laughs> there's a split in the oh, tunnels. A split. And Kirk and Kirk's like, well, let's split up, gang. And Spock's like, well, no, they always die in the movies when you do that. And Kirk's like, who's the captain? And then a Jerry Reed song starts playing. And then Kirk and Spock go through one tunnel and come out the opposite side. And they're like, what? <laughs> and it's like, little darling sunshine. Oh. <laughs> I feel like a portion of our audience are not going to know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Probably not. But, but go watch some Scooby-Doo. Then you'll know. You'll get it. It was okay. Jerry Reed is the actor and singer who plays the truck driver in Smokey and the Bandit. That's true. <laughs> That's a true fact. That's just a true fact. That's not even a fun fact. It's a this super true This is true. true. I didn't have any fun during it, so it's definitely not a fun <laughs> fact. But, like, so they separate, and, like, uh, th there's, like, a tense moment where they're walking through inner tubes. <laughs> you mean tarp tubes? Yeah, tarp tubes. 
Yeah. And they tried to gussy them up a little bit. You can tell, like they it put tri- stuff on the walls you. and everything. But it tricks you enough. But that, though, I think because it's remastered, I can see better the uh, tarpiness of True. it. True, there are points in the tarp, like towards the top of the screen, that are like yes. moving in the wind a little. Yeah, bit. it's it's tarp like. It's very tarp like. Um, but like, there's some very tense moments where they crouch walk down these tarp tubes. <laughs> And um, Kirk ends up in, like, a, a chamber where he's like, oh, man, there's hundreds of these silica nodules. Yeah, the poops are in there. Yeah, and Spock's like, don't damage them. Don't damage them. And yeah. Kirk's like, why? And he's like, I'll tell you in the next scene. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really, uh, he does it twice, doesn't he? Yeah, Cause, he does. Because earlier with McCoy, uh, He's talking about the silicon, how it's silicon based, and McCoy's like ragging on him because he's like, "You're a fucking idiot, Spock." And then like, they he has one of the balls, the poop balls, and Kirk is like, "Well, what do you think it is?" And he's like, "I wouldn't care to say right now because Doctor McCoy has already laughed at me enough." Yeah, I don't. Like I'm that. tired of getting picked on, so yeah. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. But here's the yeah. thing: he's like, "I wouldn't want to like speak out of turn without the information I need." Right. Dude, you just immediately jumped to it being a silicon-based life form, which has never existed before. Yeah. You just did that. Yeah, I don't know how he picks and chooses. Maybe he's got, like, like a... Like a spin wheel in his head, and he says, "Yeah, pick this one. Say it. I don't know." It, man. He's got like an alien brain, right? Like you don't know how his brain works. Yeah, maybe it's just a completely different. He's level. got like a green-blooded hobgoblin brain. <laughs> Jesus, so <That's> so racist. <laughs> uh, I bet don't... his blood tastes like pennies. All blood tastes like pennies, doesn't it? No, my blood. Well, like you know when you bleed or like whatever. Like, do you ever smell your blood? Sure, like, let's say smells, for all intents and purposes I've done this normal thing before. It smells like spoons. It smells like a spoon. Like if you oh, rub yeah? a spoon against your hand, because it's, it's metal, right? Like it's yeah, iron. Yeah, it's got iron in it very and heavily. Spoon, spoons are steel, usually, which has iron in it. So, mm-hmm. Well, that's news to me. Like, I've, I've, like, you know when you get a cut or something, you, like, suck on it real quick. Yeah, yeah, taste it, yeah. I don't taste my blood, but I could smell it. It's very really... coppery. It feels like pennies. It's it metal. It tastes like pennies. But pe- I think pennies would taste a little different. I heard that buttholes taste like pennies. <laughs> my friend Bosch Benders <laughs> said that buttholes taste like pennies. Well, I believe I'm Bosch. not going to comment on this in either way. <laughs> <laughs> I am pleading the fifth. Yeah, I'm going to set this conversation out real quick. (laughs) But, uh, like, Kirk goes into this chamber with all these silica spheres, and he's like, don't worry, Spock. I know what I'm doing, dumbass. I'm not in any danger. And then uh, the creature just fucking knocks the roof down on him. Yeah. Oh, my God. And It, like, causes, like, a a cave-in, like Harry Potter or, like, like Scooby-Doo, right? Yeah. Like they get split up. He like he jumps on like a wooden pillar and causes a cave-in. But like there's a great moment, right, where like Spock is usually very reserved as a character, yeah. and the only time he really shows any emotions is when he thinks Kirk's when he thinks Kirk or Bones are in danger because they're his friends. And especially Kirk, which is where all the fan fiction comes from, right? His logic daddy, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> 
Kirk is like the opposite of a logic no, guy. No, yeah. He's like, he's super Han Solo or Indiana Jones in this episode. Yeah, he definitely is. I'm he's getting like, let's some just strong, split up. Yeah, I'm getting some strong, like, Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford vibes from him. Oh, for sure. Kirk, like, waffles a little bit between personality types throughout the original series. Like, sometimes he's action man. He's still like yeah. action man with a heart, though. This episode, I think he's he's pretty good. Like, he he's uh, not impulsive and uh, not so actiony. Yeah, and I it's think all like, like tempered with like an intelligence and like yeah, an emotional yeah. intelligence as well. Exactly. But um, with the roof collapse, Kirk's like, you know, I can't go back anymore. But before that, like, what I was saying is, like, Spock, like, freaks out a little bit. He's like, Captain! Yeah. Captain! Jim! Right there. Yeah, Jim. And he's like, don't worry, Spock, I'm all right. And Spock's like, I'm, I am didn't care. I don't give a fuck. Spock, <laughs> I don't have emotions. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you have emotions. I don't have emotions. <laughs> Why don't you take your stupid human emotions and shove them? Like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... Call me later or whatever, or not, I don't care. <laughs> but, like, Kirk's like, yeah, like, I can't go back anymore, right? Like, because mm-hmm. it's all collapsed. And Spock's like, well, it seems like it's it can't be a coincidence, right? So I guess Kirk didn't see the Horda, like, knock the pillar out and run away. I guess not. But then he sees it, like, pretty immediately, though. Yeah, right? Kirk like, just, like, walks into the other room, and it's just, like, hanging out being a pizza. <laughs> It's such a pizza, dude. It really is. This fucking is. thing is a pizza as fuck. It kind of lo- like looks a little delicious sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was kind of hungry when I watched this. Show, yeah, I was so I too. Was like... So I was just thinking, I like, I got up halfway through the episode, made hot dogs because I was hungry. <laughs> dude, uh, I was like, you know what I could go for? A tombstone pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like—a tombstone it pizza, does. or like a French bread, right? Like yeah, a French bread pizza, yeah. But, it looks real French bread like. Like Kirk, Which, by the way, fuck a French bread pizza. Not no, to get off. I don't it. really want a French bread pizza. Like if I'm yeah. wanting pizza, I want pizza. Give me a fucking pizza, right? Like I don't want to like eat a. I don't even know. Like what? Like a croissant pizza? I don't fucking know. Like the thing is, there are other types of pizza snacks that like stand on their own. Yeah. Like if I want like bagel bites, it's not because I want pizza. It's because I want bagel bites. Right, you don't. It's not. It's not a pizza product that you that no. you want. It's, it's the, like it's the one thing you want. French bread pizza seems like a pizza derivative, like a one step pizza derivative that I don't want. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, it reminds me of school, which in uh, like the sucky pizza that they would give you at school. Dude, I have nothing but fond memories of the square pizza. Like we didn't have square, we had French bread when uh, I was in fuck school. Fuck that! We had the square pizza where it was like real thin crust, yeah, and then like the cheese and like little tiny square sausages. Well, when I was in high school, they ordered every day. They would order like Pizza Hut pizza. That's so you could, fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was pretty great. Like you could just eat Pizza Hut pizza like every day. Wow, cool. I get the fucking, like, obesity epidemic now. Like, I understand it entirely. I also went to a high school in the movies, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> I said this to people before, and they were like, really? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, they would order Domino's or Pizza Hut or whatever the fuck it was. I don't Like, know. in I high school, we had a pizza. You could have pizza every day if you wanted. There was always a yeah. pizza option, but it was the square pizza. Ugh. I like the square <laughs> pizza. I'd still eat it. Like, every now and then, my wife will bring home 
Like, I, she only did it once. She brought home, like, a square pizza. I feel like that's, like, a Canada thing. No. I definitely like don't live in Canada, Josh. <laughs> I fucking I mean, wish I did, but I right? don't. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, what do you want on your tombstone? Like, Kirk walks into the room and he sees the pizza, and he's like, this seems like an intelligent pizza. <laughs> Like he seems. He does say that. He seems very brainy. <laughs> you can see it on his face that he thinks that this pizza's smart. And he like he keeps re- like lifting up his phaser and pointing it, and then like putting it down, and like the horda like keeps like jumping towards him, and then like backing up, like on oh, no, the stop. I didn't mean it. Yeah. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean. It. <laughs> There's like a standoff going on, but like it's very it's it it's very like uh, elongated. Standoff. It does. It happens like six times. It could they could have stopped at like three maybe. Yeah, he's he's like he raises it and it backs up like I I didn't mean nothing I didn't mean nothing dude I'm just I was just I was just joking. Yeah, and then he like puts it down it. and he's like I'm gonna fucking kill you pizza I didn't mean it I didn't mean it I didn't mean it pizza. <laughs> and like Kirk's like man I don't know if I want to kill this pizza. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> sensing I guess like that it's smart right yeah and, like like it's kind it's of acting like s- somewhat intelligently yeah. And Spock, Spock shows up, and he's like, what are you doing in here with this pizza, dude? <laughs> What's this pizza doing here? This thing's huge. He's, he's like, are you going to share that? This, you're going to get a tummy ache, dude. I mean, you could eat, like, feed a family of, like, 37 with this pizza. Yeah. That's how big this pizza is. What fucking pizza family looks like has guys 37? Out under- <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's Thanksgiving, and someone burned a turkey. Just get the horda. <laughs> Dude, I really, I kind of want to open up, like, a pizza place that's called Hortas. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be great. You think anyone would get it? I would get it. There's a part, maybe I'll make that a t-shirt. Like, I'll look at Hortas. some fucking, yeah. like, pizza place logos and make, like, Hortas. You have to have that stereotypical Italian guy on it. I'll have the stereotypical Italian, like, mustache and chef hat on the Horta. Yeah, the chef hat, yeah. I'll just put it on the Horta. Is that the funniest thing that Family Guy ever did? The every pizza place thing? Mm. Funny? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's really funny. It's alright. It's funny because, like, the payoff is ludicrous. And, like, that's... I don't know. I think it's up there. I don't I don't give a lot of credit to Family yeah, Guy. Yeah, I was but, never uh, a big him. Family Guy dude, so I don't know. It's, it's funny, but, like, a little goes a long way, right? Yeah. Um, Any, anyway, but we're like, not watching uh, Family Guy. No, thank God. But like, Sp- <laughs> I, I really don't like that show. But like, Sp- <laughs> Spock is like, well, like maybe like I could Vulcan mind meld with it. And <laughs> Just like another like, oh yeah, like so, let me mind so, meld with the pizza. So the thing is made out of silicon, but you can mind meld with it. How does that fucking work? Uh, he can also mind meld without touching for the only time in the entire series. Yeah, he just gets near the thing, and he's like, "The pizza smell. There's so much garlic. I can mind meld with it." <laughs> like, I guess he uses the garlic fumes as a medium. As a medium, yeah. But like, like a conduit. He's like, you know, the terrible closeness that you feel. Like, I'm sorry for that. And Spock's like, eh, "It's fine. I like pizza." <laughs> And so he like mind melds with the cheese and <laughs> he's like, he does that line that everybody fucking knows where he just goes, burn, burn. Dude, he's like, burn. They, they really give him, uh, now I don't know if he was given these lines or if he made it up or whatever, but 
It is esoteric as fuck. It really is. It goes on. It, it, it is like... It is like beatnik poetry esoteric well, Yeah, that happens when he actually melds with the cheese. He's not melding with the cheese yet, I lied. I, I wasn't honest enough about it. He's melding oh, no. with the garlic smell. <laughs> 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 this pizza uh, analogy really works for this. It really does. <laughs> it really makes sense, like seriously. But uh, fucking like... The Horda learns from Spock. Like Spock's like, oh, he's in so much pain. It's in so much pain. And then... The Horda's yeah. like, I know English now. Sure. And it uh, etches no kill eye into the Which rock Which is also floor. super famous, right? Yeah, like people, it is super yeah. famous. I think there's like yeah. a, a metal something, like a song or a group called No Kill Eye. No Kill Eye, yeah, I think it's a band. Yeah. But like Kirk's like, hey, McCoy, come down here and fix this pizza. And, <laughs> and Spock's McCoy's like, shut the fuck <laughs> up, I'm not doing that. Spock's like, well, his he's this is pizza's made out of silicon. His medical training is gonna be useless. Yeah. And Kirk's like, Kirk's like a regular boss <laughs> in this episode where he's just like, I don't care if it's impossible, do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's bosses. Yeah. Bring me, uh, bring me positive answers, not questions. Yeah. Right? I don't want to. Yep. Yep. Come to me with some answers, right? So, like, they're like, you're gonna have to mind meld again. And he mind melds with the cheese. This time he's touching the cheese. Which is, it's like a dicey moment, because the thing excretes an acid that's so powerful that it instantaneously melts rock. Yeah, you would, you would think that touching that would not be a thing I would, I would want to do. I, like, I wouldn't touch it. But but Spock does, because he's the brave hero of the story. Because he's a logic daddy. That's right. (laughs) Josh, you're a logic daddy. Ah, oh, say it again. <laughs> logic daddy. Yes, master. Um, the ultimate logic daddy, Satan. Satan. Yeah, pretty much, right? But um, the the horde is like speaking an esoteric fucking rhyme, right? Like mm. murderers. It's doing like the fucking bones from City on the Edge of Forever. Yeah, Killers, it, murderers. They really, they really write these lines like, it is, I mean, I would say they're ham bone, but this is like beyond ham bone. Yeah, this is one of the hammiest episodes of TOS, which is saying some. It's, it's super hammy, but it's still really good. Yeah, I fucking love this episode. (laughs) This episode is good. Pretty much they figure out through talking with the creature that like there is a chamber where its eggs are being held and it's being destroyed. And, like, Spock, uh, Kirk's like, Spock, tell the creature, the Horda, that we're trying to help it. And Spock tries to tell it that and everything. So he goes, Kirk goes to the chamber and he finds, like, he says a million of the nodules. And they're like, holy shit, they're about to hatch. We're going to be dads. (laughs) And they get really excited. (laughs) We're going to be pizza daddies. (laughs) <laughs> Which is the exact opposite of my experience of being told that. Oh no! <laughs> Learning about Josh Cast. I'm kidding. That's never. It's never happened. <laughs> it's never happened. To me. Not yet. Anyway, uh, not yet. The thing is, like, there's a bunch. Uh, the miners have like told they like. I guess Kirk told them to go up to the surface, and they were just like, "Fuck you. We're not." I guess they. 
Yeah, I guess they didn't, because, like, like you said earlier, like, they're like, well, we'll hit it with pipes, so they they have, like, a bunch of pipes now. They just found pipes yeah. in some place. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's later like on, down. they're like, oh, we got the fucking, nod- we got the module back, we're gonna fix the nuclear reactor, and they're like, now without yeah. all these fucking pipes, you're not. Yeah, now we need more pipes. Oh, fuck, we're gonna get some pipes from. Let's make them out of the hoarder. <laughs> But like I get, like the the security team from the Enterprise is like guarding these guys, like trying to keep them out of this area because they're like an angry mob at this point. Yeah, pretty much. They're like pitchfork wielding lunatics at this. point. Oh, before that, like Bones comes down and he's like, "What the yeah. fuck are you doing? <laughs> what is happening? What in is here? this pizza doing? <laughs> it's like that fucking scene from Community where it, like." <laughs> Donald Glover comes into the fucking room the when it's fire. on fire. <laughs> and he's like, he has a pizza in his hand. It all ties together. Oh my god, it's exactly like that. But he comes in, he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And Kirk's like, fix it. <laughs> he's like, what? Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Fix the pizza. And he's <laughs> like, I'm a doctor, not a chef. I'm taking the pizza thing too far, I think. But he says, he's, he yeah. says I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer, right? Which is great. Which is it's really a great cool. line. But he like has he calls the Enterprise. And he's like, I don't care. Don't ask why I need it. Just send it down here. Yeah, he's talking to like like Ensign whoever the fuck. Ensign right? Ricky. And he's, Ensign Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, just send it. Fucking do it. Ah, I'm everyone's grandfather. <laughs> And he's, like, trying to fix the hoarder or whatever, but the miners are like, we're gonna fucking come in, and there's nothing you can do about it. And somehow they overpower a security team that are holding the most high-powered phasers. Well, at... at, For some stupid reason, every one of the security guys turns around to look at, like, where the camera is. Yeah, and they all just run past them. And they hit them in the back of the head with the pipes. So... I don't know. Those guys should probably get reprimanded or probably. something for being bad at They just left them on the planet. <laughs> probably just let the horchata eat them. But, like, they all run in and they're like, fucking kill it! Kill that pizza! Yeah, kill that pizza. And Kirk's... No pizza's gonna get out of my township. <laughs> <laughs> this town ain't big enough for your <laughs> thick, deep crust. Are you Chicago style? I can tell. But, like, Kirk's like, the first man who fires dies. And they're all yeah. like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. And he's Crazy. like, look, you guys killed this thing's babies. Yeah, they were killing the babies. You they killed nothing but fucking babies. And they're all like, oh, my God. Yeah, they really do get upset about that, which yeah. is kind of cool. Which is cool. Like, even, yeah. like, these regular-ass Joes, they're not even in Starfleet or whatever, have, right. like, evolved beyond that pettiness that humanity has, and they understand the situation on, like, an emotional level. Right, like, people from our time would be like, well, like, they would feel the pain of what he said, and then they would repress it, and they'd go, well, it shouldn't have been, they'd find some excuse, yeah, right? Like, they, the, he'd be like, oh, you guys were killing its babies, and they'd be yeah. like, well, this is our fucking planet, you know? Right, it would be, it would be, like, hostility. Yeah, they killed 50 of our men, they're just a stupid pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know pizzas could lay eggs! <laughs> but Kirk's like, look, uh, the, the Horda... It will dig all your tunnels for you, and then you can be super rich even though there's no money. <laughs> yeah, because like the do the Horda like make 
What did, I thought they like excreted something. Did I make that up in my they, brain? They excrete an acid that gets them through stone. And they, I thought they, it like, was like no, they make tunnels for the miners so they don't have. So to that mine. would be easier to yeah. do. Okay, I thought because like I don't know, I don't know where I, I might have made this up in my brain, but I thought they excreted like gold or something like no. that. No, gold is also worthless, even though they mention right. it. Uh, it's it's, like, wor- it's it's valuable, but not like how it is valuable now. But um. McCoy fixes the fucking Horda with, like, concrete. Concrete, yeah. He just, like, trowels it in, and he's like... He has a great line that I love where he says, I'm starting to believe that I could cure a rainy day. (laughs) Dude, he's feeling himself. He really is. He's like, I'm the greatest doctor that ever lived. He stands on the roof, and he says, I'm a golden god. He jumps (laughs) in the pool. I can fix pizza. (laughs) <laughs> Not even God could save this monster, but I did. So, Fuck like, you, Christ. Holy jeez. He I does say that. that. I he can't does believe say it. Uh, let's take another break, and then we'll be back with the wrap-up of this episode and our yeah. thoughts on it as a whole. Yeah. We'll be right back after these messages. Blindfold, monsieur? No. Cigarette? No. What do you want on your tombstone? Pepperoni and sausage. Tombstone pizza, Pierre! Once you start thinking about new Tombstone pizza's killer sauce and real Wisconsin cheese, nothing else matters. So what do you want on your tombstone? Napkin? No. And we're back. Oh, yeah. Hopefully you enjoyed that good and or service. I I know what commercial is gonna go there. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. excited. I never actually listened to these shows, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you? You did it. I don't know. I always like people ask me all the time, or they mention I, shit, right? That I like never happens. Listen. I never listen to anything I do. They mention shit that happens in these episodes, and I'm like, I I don't know. I, yeah. I, like that was like two weeks ago. I don't yeah, know. I don't. I don't listen to them. I mean, no. I edit them, but I don't listen to them. I listen to um, guest appearances I do a little bit. Oh, really? I sort of fast forward through them just to make sure that like I don't come off like some giant fucking prick in them. Well, let me assuage your feelings. You always do, Jeff. Perfect. <laughs> fucking perfect. Great. Now I'm a dickhead. It's exactly what I always wanted. <laughs> Uh-huh. Anyway, back to the episode at hand. Um, <laughs> they they fixed the pizza. They With saved concrete. the pizza race. Thank God. There's thousands of baby pizzas now. Millions of baby pizzas. Pizzas for me. Oh, one of my favorite parts, though, is like how... I, I, now, I'm not sure. I guess uh, Spock knows it because he mind-melded, right? With mm-hmm. the thing, with the pizza. But, like, the Horda, like, they die every 50,000 years. Right, and yeah. one of them survives to make sure the babies live, and that's just what's happening now. <laughs> it's like such a weird life cycle. Like our entire race dies, and one stays behind to be Mama Pizza. It's it's. I mean, it's not for us to judge the pizza race. I guess it stays behind to be Mama John's. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so it's a very racist pizza. <laughs> No pizza's gonna kneel during the pizza anthem. <laughs> Topical humor. <laughs> that joke will be funny always. 
Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully that becomes Hopefully unfunny exa- very soon. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, the crew goes back to the Enterprise after a job well done. And <laughs> Vanderberg, he's he like calls in and he's like, "Hey, the the pizza babies have started hatching." <laughs> And they've already found all this gold and silver and platinum. It's fucking platinum. worthless. It's <laughs> <laughs> these things suck. But they're yeah. like, yeah, we're gonna be rich. I don't know yeah. how since there's sure. no money, but we're gonna be super rich. Maybe we'll, uh, yeah. <laughs> but he's like, they're ugly as sin, but yeah. because they're making me rich, I'll get used to it. Yeah, they say, hey, you kind of get used to the pizza after a while, which is true <laughs> if you eat a lot of it. Yeah, I, I I think we all know my feelings on pizza. Don't ever fucking bring that up around me again, Josh. <laughs> I love pizza. <laughs> Look, pizza is great. It is. Uh, I've just ate. it does cost way too much fucking money. You're right. I've eaten so much pizza in my life. Like, how many pizzas have I had in my life? I would like ten thousand. I'm responsible for the extinction of the horda with how much fucking pizza <laughs> I've eaten in my life. <laughs> but like. He he talks about how they're hideous, but he could get used to their appearance. And then yeah. Spock's like, "Well, the Horda told me the same thing." It's so goddamn silly. Yeah, like, and he's and McCoy's like, well, "What did he? What did he think about your dumb ears, you green-blooded hobgoblin? Those pointy ears, you bitch!" And Spock's like, "Oh, well, he he liked that. The, yeah. the Horda liked that because it's super logical and knows I'm sexy." <laughs> That's actually like what he says. Yeah, like, and Kirk's like, hey, "Are you serious? Really?" Yeah. He's like, "What?" And he's like, "Well, you know, if I didn't know any better, Spock." Uh, and and Spock's like, "Oh, you know, my modesty." And Kirk interrupts him and says, "Does not bear close inspection right now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're becoming more human all the time. And then Spock says, I don't have to sit here and be insulted, which is how, like, almost every episode of TOS ends. So good, though. It's like they found a winner, and they're, like, sick with it. A lot of episodes end like that. They do. I think we've watched, like, two. Yeah. But Spock, like, gets pissed. He's like, I'm going to fucking leave, then. Take my ball and go home. I'm going back to my Spock room where I got my cool triangles and stuff. <laughs> they, they love triangles. There's a great moment in this episode I wanted to point out uh, where it gets creepy for a second. Where like Kirk is talking to Scotty and he's like, "Hey, we need to get this fixed, right?" And he and Scotty's like, "Well, I can only give you like 48 hours at best." Yeah. And Kirk's like, "Kiss it, baby it, flatter it if you have to, but keep it going." <laughs> but he goes on before that for a while where he's Lick like, it. "Talk to it nicely, like give it what it wants, take it out, wine it, and dine it." Bop it. Flick it. Only the tip. Skip it. <laughs> but he, like, it. Scotty's like, okay? <laughs> it, cuts to Scotty. it cuts back to Scotty and he like puts his hand over the communicator and he looks at the guy next to him and just shakes his head like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he, he, like, Kirk walks away and he turns to the guy he's working with and he goes, do you think I should go to HR about that? <laughs> Is this an HR worthy? I don't I don't know. I feel a little weird about it, but I feel like I could get over it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Oh man. Treat it like a baby elephant. 
a John Larroquette fun fact of the week for you. What? Another one? Fuck. This episode is the first time in Star Trek history where Bones says, I'm not a, I'm a doctor, not a not blank. A oh, wow. That is that? Wow. This really? is the first time. It's so iconic and so overused in pop culture. Well, f- like, pop culture, like, just talking about shit, right? Like, uh, it's like, Luke, I'm your father, right? Like, everyone gets that quote wrong yeah. or whatever. But it's it's so overused that I, I just assume it just always was. Like, It's weird I, how, like, an entire society of people can get a quote wrong from a movie they've seen. <laughs> It's it's them paraphrasing the moment, right? Yeah. Like that's that's the weird thing about it is like they're paraphrasing like what's happening in the movie through a quote that is almost the quote from the movie. Almost. It's, it's, it's very weird. I've got um a sound clip for this that you need to remind me to send you. Okay. But uh this is the Kevin Cole bummer of the week. Uh bummer. <laughs> uh William Shatner actually found out on set while this episode was being filmed that his dad had died. That's horrible. And Kevin, he, he why was, would you <laughs> They were going to shut down production for it. They were going to be like, "All right, we like we can't put you through this or whatever." But he was like, "No, we have to finish this." Like we wow. have to. And like Shatner apparently took comfort in the fact that Leonard Nimoy's father had also died like uh. a year before while he was on a set. Jesus Christ. So that is the Kevin Cole bummer of the week. That was, this is a terrible segment. (laughs) This is the worst segment we have ever invented. Thanks, Kevin. Fucking Kevin. I can't fucking believe you. I think you, do you always talk about this? Or is it Sean that always talks about this? Uh, Here's a Kevin Cole not bummer of the week. Uh, they shut down the the shooting of Mr. Belvedere because he sat on his testicles and, it, and they had to stop <laughs> shooting for two weeks. Uh, I think I've never said that before. I'm also slightly offended that you compared me to Sean, but <laughs> you should be offended. <laughs> that's fair. You should be, but also uh, that's a great story, though. I like that he sat on his balls wrong and they had to stop shooting the show for two weeks. <laughs> like fucking 80 right like he could he pop those big. babies easy he was large he was a large man dude man i sometimes that happens i mean it happens to every guy right but like it happens to me sometimes i'm like oh my god like i just fucked my life up yeah every now and then like i'll sit down and go oh did it pop oh, did something yep. pop <laughs> you sit down wrong you sat down a little weird yep um <laughs> i pointed this out to you when we weren't recording but vanderberg the leader of the spacemen uh-huh. has a yellow jumpsuit on, and from yeah. waist-up shots, it looks exactly like Captain Pike's uniform from Discovery Season 2. So really good? Yeah, it looks like a fucking banana suit. That yellow that they use is absurd. Yes. Like, I'm not sure who thought making it bright-ass yellow was a good idea. <laughs> It's, it's know, like man. fucking Banana Man yellow. Like, this dude should be fucking hopping over on the white hot sand to give me a goddamn <laughs> banana. What the fuck is that? Is that a thing? That is a quote from a song literally no one but me has ever what heard. What is that song? It's Banana Man by Tally Hall. I, got, <laughs> I recommend that video, by the way. It's Holy a fucking trip. <laughs> oh, my God. But, um... <laughs> Apparently, 
like I knew this already, but I'd forgotten to mention it. Like Giotto is a lieutenant commander. He's not a commander, but he oh, does have commander. commander stripes on his sleeves. They probably had one more shirt that was that, right? Probably. Or like, like the this. people behind the scenes didn't give a fuck. They were just like, no, put the things care. on it and send it out, whatever. Yeah, you're red. Go, get, here's a red shirt. That's what they would do. Oh, right. shit. Here's here's some more fun facts for you. Oh, my God. Oh, my uh, God. Apparently, Pergeum mining was later referenced in both Voyager and Deep Space Nine. Really? Yeah. Wow. What Wild. Episodes? In uh, Fair Trade in Voyager and in Prodigal wow. Daughter in What's Deep Prodigal Space Nine. Prodigal Daughter? It's the one with the uh, the first Zay. episode with um, Zial. Zial, Zial, yeah. Okay, I love Zial. Yeah, Zial's all right. They super underused. They fucked. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did fuck it, but I thought per GM was when you only got paid for like a day. I thought per GM was that <laughs> was like a part on your penis. <laughs> I thought it was a vagina part. The per GM, it's like where your butthole and your vagina. Yeah, that's the perennium. I know things about lady parts. Um, I guess I don't. But (laughs) all I know is it looks like a pizza down there. It should not. I do know that it should not look like a pizza down there. (laughs) Unless you're a horda, and then everything should look like a pizza. If you do enough hoarding, it winds up looking like a pizza. Oh, no! <laughs> I don't like, like that joke at all! Oh, man. It smells like Asiago cheese. <laughs> that grossed me out. I don't that like gross- these jokes at all, John. That, that grossed <laughs> me out. I, was, I had to bail on that one. That was that was disgusting. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, this episode is ridiculously Star Trek. Like, I'm sure it's this so is good. one of those episodes that gets pointed out as being, like, super fucking silly and hammy and over the top. But, yeah. the, like, the moral is there. Yeah, they're, like, the intent of Star Trek is, is very uh, inherent. Like, you can tell. Like, th- I love that, like, Kirk has second thoughts. Like, he's wrong. Like, what's so Star Trek about it is, like, a character is wrong. Like, they're not right. Right, and they he learn. Says, Kill it. it. He turns and he doesn't even follow his own orders. It's great. That's the thing is like there's a in the past in shows that even aired during the same period of time. There was an emphasis on like the heroes being right all the time. Yes, they were infallible almost. And right? like even when everyone told them they weren't right, then they pushed through and turned out to be correct. Right. And that is an absolutely worthless worldview to have. <laughs> it's a terrible worldview to have. Um, I think we we're, we're living in the time right now where we see what that brings. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's chaos. It's horrible. Not being uh, able to learn and change your viewpoint yeah. is like the destruction of all levels of intelligence of like, society. Like, oh, for, of society as a whole, yeah. for sure. Yeah, the it's uh, terrible. And like Kirk grows as a character in this episode. That's something about Star Trek that I think gets overlooked a lot. Mm-hmm. Is that the characters learn and grow either over the 
like time of an episode or sometimes over the time of a series. Right. Like characters change and they're changed by their circumstances and almost always for the better. Yeah. And that's inspiring to me. I always no, point it's, out it's great. I always point out Riker's arc as like yeah. one that's like really a great arc because he starts out as ladder climber. Like, I want to be captain mm-hmm. someday, and that's all I care about. Like, I'll throw away my fucking relationship so I can be captain. Right. And by the end of the series, he's turned down captaincies on, like, seven ships so that he can stay with this crew that he knows is capable of doing amazing things together. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like Scottie Pippen, right? Like, you could Scottie Pippen could go to another team and be great, but... Why not play with the best team? Yeah, he right? he knew that he might not be the like the star of right. the Bulls or whatever, but without him, like they wouldn't be able to achieve the great things they achieved. Exactly. It's something that Michael Jordan himself was talking about that like people shouldn't be debating who the greatest player is. They should be debating the who the greatest team? team is. That's one thing about football too is like Everyone always sort of uh, assigns Jerry Rice like greatest football player, but like, mm-hmm. how do you even begin to do that? Because there's so many different things. Like, there's yeah. every position is so different. He didn't in play every fucking position on the field, yeah. right? You can't just yeah. say he's the greatest football player. It's, it's all it's it's the, well, who's the greatest team, right? And absolutely, like, I think that's a very good. Uh, lesson for human beings to remember we're always so obsessed as like people in general like even looking into other people's lives about like who the star is right Right. like who's the most important Mm -hmm. but that doesn't matter like important who's most important is an absolutely worthless question the question is like what can you achieve together right like what from Cochrane, right? Don't yeah. try to be a great man. Just try to be a man and make history. Let the make the judgments or whatever. It's absolutely it's great, true. It's a great line. It's uh, and like the the humanity in the characters in this episode. Like like I said, even just the regular Joes mm-hmm. who don't have any Starfleet training and don't have to hold themselves to that high level of like idealism. And morality, as soon as they see that they've done something heinous, they change and learn and grow from it. They're like, oh my god, I can't believe what we've done. Like, yeah. we how can we make it right? Yeah. And the idea that that's what humanity is going to be someday has always been, like, just this amazing idea to me that I've held on to. And it, it sucks that we've gone in the other direction. Yeah, it sucks that, like, the other direction... Uh, seems so like rampant. I don't know. I mean, it is rampant. Like, but I, I, I don't know. I, I believe people really want to live in like a Star Trek world. Like, why wouldn't you? Like, why the fuck wouldn't you? You right? I guess it really depends on how you look at the Star Trek world. Like, there's a yeah. moment in this episode, right? Which honestly was probably fairly groundbreaking for the time where Kirk and Spock are standing there with the security guards mm-hmm. and they're like just people of different races in the security team and they're all yeah. treated as equals. Yeah. And that was probably like crazy 
liberal at the time. Right. But then there are people who look at that and they're like, well, of course the white men are in charge, right? Right. And they're the ones that are important and, like, you can just ignore anybody that's not white. And it's it's just, you've missed, like, no, he's green. But, like, you've missed the entire point of the Star Trek future if you look at it that way. Right. It just sucks that people can completely misinterpret Star Trek that way. Yeah, it, Star Trek's pretty simple to understand. I feel, I feel like, you know, I, like we were talking about earlier. Like, I feel like people who don't pick up on it, it it's, I, I, I wonder what they're watching. I'm like, what are you watching? <laughs> like, what, are you, what are you getting out of this? Like, what, like, what know. is it? Usually, people right? like that see like something in a movie or TV show that they wouldn't agree with, something that's, like, super liberal, and they're, like, they shut it off. Or they're, like, this is fucking stupid. Or they tweet about it now. Yeah, but then, like, these people just watch all of Star Trek and say they love it, and they see all this shit that they would hate, and I guess they just block it out? Maybe because it's, like, farcical? Like, is that what it is for them? Like, I I don't know. I I, I don't want to try to, like, understand the mind of somebody who, like fundamentally i i don't like maybe that's like so anti-star trek but like somebody who's like a bigot or a racist or or something like i don't i don't really want to like try to understand why they're that way because like i i think you make a choice in your life and um at some point you're either brave enough to say i'm not going to do that to other people or you follow along with, like, the status quo of, like, where you live. Maybe your family is racist, you know, and people sort of accept that racism into uh, their life. It's where I grew up. <laughs> I mean, it's where I grew up, too. Like, I know people like that, too. Like, like I mean... Where I grew up, it was still to this day, because I, I don't live that much for, that far away from where I grew yeah. up. It's like... It, it's one in a hundred people aren't just racist shitholes. I mean, and, and that's because of, like, the community, right? It's because, like, yeah. that's just the way it is. It's not It's not that these people are... They're not born racist. Like, no, they learn it from yeah. their families. Right. And it's, so. it's just sad. The thing that really gets me is when that type of person, like Star Trek, like, how do you yeah. watch something like TNG where just a bunch of people with different races are working together in harmony? Maybe... I mean, maybe that's, like, the fundamental, like, disconnect in their brain is that, like, well, Benzite isn't a person, <laughs> right? Because yeah, they're not real. Yeah, this is true. In maybe their brain, like, Benzite's way. a white man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It could be. I don't fucking know, right? Like... It's I mean, just clearly, we got We got off on a tangent. It's just weird. But this episode, like, is all about understanding someone that's fundamentally different than you in every way. So much so that, like, they don't even, like, exist on the same, like, tree of life as you. No, like, this is as far away from a human being as you can get. This is a fucking silicon-based life form. Yeah. Who looks like a pizza, for fuck's sake. Yeah, and your first instinct when you see this monster is... Definitely gonna be to eat it because it looks like wanna, a pizza. I want to eat that goddamn pepperoni ass pizza. It looks delicious, but instead, <laughs> you become friends and you work together and you save its pizza babies from future pizza. <laughs> That's a later pizza. <laughs> it's just, it's a great lesson, and like I don't yeah, know, I feel episode. like modern media is very much, um, like tackling issues 
Yeah. But I don't think there's any, like, deep moral lesson behind any of it. Yeah. So, I was telling you before the show, I was watching Sabrina, and they do a lot of, like, uh, like transgendered stuff in that show. Oh, there's yeah? A lot, there's a lot of, like, uh, like, like, like pro-gay culture stuff, like, obviously, like, that's... That's like pretty. I feel like like that's pretty common now and yeah. like accepted now. It's good. It's great that it's common yeah. and accepted. Yes. Yeah. But like uh, transgendered but stuff isn't as common or accepted. Yeah. So it's and really they cool it, they, that they're getting into that. They do it in like cool way, and I don't I don't want to spoil it for you. But like the one character who is a girl, like sort of like isn't a girl, and like everyone just sort of like deals with it <laughs> like they just are like oh okay whatever right it's, i've always wondered why it's so difficult for people to just deal with it if somebody's different then you just be like all right yeah there's just a third does, thing now also like how does that affect me it, right. it, like these people are so self-obsessed and stuff but like that's what it is how does that affect them in any way that somebody else is different than them i don't it's know it's scary jeff my brain doesn't work that way i the guess world is scary it just yeah, confuses you... me when i try and wrap my brain around it i just come back to the beginning and there's no answer because you and i are more afraid of what it means to live in a world where that is normal where where, where normalcy is hate that yeah. scares me more than having to like call somebody a different pronoun <laughs> like yeah like i don't know, you know like, what i, I mean? can't wrap my brain around that is the thing like yeah if if you're if somebody's like hey instead of calling me she call right. me they right okay yeah. why would that bother me in any way shape and form right right like it's yeah, it's it, it's a <laughs> it's it's a minor thing. It's the cigars, right? It's the it's uh, uh Troy talking to uh, Samuel Clemens, right? Mark Twain. Maybe you just have to give up a cigar. Like maybe that's maybe that's the price you have to pay. Maybe you just have to remember somebody wants to be called they. Yeah, it's so it's, it's, the, it's the little tiny step. Do. The least yeah. you can do. It's the least you can do. Literally, it's like our heroes meet a being that. It, and it's like the craziest thing to me is the whole setup of this episode is 50 people have been killed. Yeah, 50 which is human a lot beings. <laughs> 50 human beings have been killed and still when Kirk figures out that there's a hint of intelligence in this creature that it's not just a like a right. ravenous monster. He hesitates and thinks maybe I'm not doing the right thing. Maybe there's a reason behind all this. Maybe there's a way yeah. to stop the killing. Well, Star Trek, Star Trek gets a lot of, I, I don't know, Star Trek is thought of as being very liberal, but I would say that, like, there's also a very, uh, like, libertarian streak in Star Trek, where, like, the characters understand that, like, the universe that they live in is, uh, it's unfair, right? Like, so to blame the deaths of these people on the creature is kind of, like, pointless, right? Because, like... That's that's the danger of being out in space and, and exploring. Is I guess like it's people true. are going to die. And I mean, right? Star Trek has a little bit of libertarianism in it as well, in that the entire society is a meritocracy. Right. Like Which you, is, you like, earn, I mean, yeah. it's definitely like a socialist utopia. Right. But the way Starfleet works, the way the government on Earth works, and I'm sure the way, like, any type of job that you pick for yourself works is that you get, like, better positions if you're more capable, which is right. sort of like a libertarian-style ideal. Sure. Yeah, which is, like, 
kind of like the only Republican thing that exists now, right? Yeah. That's the only thing that like is left of that thought, that conservative thought. Yeah, right? and I mean Besides it's it's like two little fascism. it's like two little steps in in a world yeah. that's very liberal, which is always like Oh you know, yeah. How do you how do you not notice that and watch the show? Like liberal democracies, right? Like the liberal democracies of like Europe sort of function similarly yeah. to Starfleet or to the Federation. It's like a socialist democracy. Like the way yeah. like Canada operates. Right. Or the way like some some places in the Netherlands operate. Yeah. It's like like, uh, like Scandinavia or Sweden, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a great way to do things. Like it's working out a lot better than our way, but Yeah, I would like some healthcare. <laughs> Um, I'm sure there are a lot of people gnashing their teeth listening to this. I'm sure. Because, like, fucking idiots. talking about politics again. Like, fucking don't listen to the podcast then, dumbass. Like, But it's you- also, like, important because, like, my, my I guess my point, like, about the Horda killing the people is that, like, there isn't a lust for revenge. And in our society, I feel like we always want to blame somebody. Yeah, we gotta have somebody to something. blame. There has to be a scapegoat. There's always somebody to blame. And, like... As much as, like, it is people's fault when terrible things happen, it's sometimes it's also nobody's fault, right? And it's just that life just does that, right? Like, it's, accidents happen. Circumstances can sometimes lead to a negative result, and right. none of us put our hands on the Ouija board, right? Right. It, just it wasn't one thing. It was, like, a butterfly effect of, of things. And we can go back and find, like, the guy who didn't, like, fix the airplane right or whatever, and but, like... I don't know. Are we gonna like murder that guy? Like, does he have to go to jail now or something? Like, who knows? Yeah, right? like, we live in sort of like a retribution society. Like, yeah, people we, have to be punished for their their actions. It's that eye for an eye shit. And man. I'm not I'm not opposed to punishing somebody for their actions. I'm right. opposed for to eye for an eye for sure. Right. That's not always equal. That's a pretty. That's a pretty decent part of, of the Bible, I think. It's one of the one of the decent parts. An eye for an eye leaves everyone blind. Right. Yeah. It's a great quote. And I only have one eye, so like, fuck me. <laughs> you have two eyes. One of them does not work. One of them works like shit, but you got two. <laughs> one of them works like shit, and the other one doesn't. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> uh, I always forget that your eyes are technically worse than mine, which is fucked. <laughs> they're they're not great. You, you should Yay! probably be wearing glasses all the time. You know that. Yeah, I should probably be not listening to Jeff. Uh, that's bad <laughs> advice at all times, and you know. Oh, uh, you should wear glasses, cause <laughs> that is what I said. It's verbatim. I said <laughs> at the end of it. I heard it. Where are your goddamn glasses? Never! <laughs> You're gonna go real blind. I need to. I need to go get new ones. How do I do that? I need to get new ones too. I went to the. <laughs> Here's a funny story. <laughs> for our podcast, I went to uh-huh. the eye doctor, and I was very nervous the whole time because I'm obviously trying to get my prescription, and I'm just gonna go online and buy glasses because it's like yes, hundreds of dollars cheaper. That's exactly what you do. You do not buy the glasses from them because it's insane. And this is the first time I've done this since I've done like, it I'm since, freelancing yes. now. I can't afford their fucking solid gold glasses. They're glasses that like suck your dick off. Yeah. Thanks for that joke, Faraway Josh. Uh, my cat was 
jumping on me. I had to. I had to deal with it. That's it fine. But anyway, like I'm, I'm obviously not gonna pay their fucking exorbitant prices. But like, I didn't know how to tell them that. Uh, I just say I will. I, I, I'm very open, and I say no. I will. I'm going to get my the glasses elsewhere. I just say I'm. Going yeah, to I said else. that. But like anyway, I did all the fucking shit I had to do, and the whole time I was thinking about what I was gonna say. <laughs> and I went out there, and this girl sat down with me, and she's like, and I was like, yeah, I'm just trying to get my prescription. Yeah. And she said, okay, well, have you thought about what type of glasses you want? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah but I'm going to get them elsewhere. Yeah. And she was like, uh, where? Uh, this place called Nunya. Nunya Damn Business. And I said, oh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get them elsewhere. And she's like, well, have you thought about like what style you want? And oh I, was like, I was like, yeah. I'm gonna get them elsewhere, and she was like, "But like, do you know the store? Because we have the same oh. brands." And I was like, yeah I'm, "Yeah, I'm gonna get them online. Like, I'm buying them online. I can't afford them here. Yeah, I can barely afford this, you having the same brands. Is there four hundred dollars? Yeah, I said like I can't afford the bill you're gonna give me for yeah. having gone to this eye exam. Like, right. I can't buy your glasses. Right? And she was like, "Okay." If you Dude. like, you can bring them here, and we'll see if they're real or not. Why would they be not real? <laughs> I was like, and I like paused for a second. And I went, "You, you don't think I'd be able to tell that they're not my prescription? Why would they be not real?" <laughs> and she just like kind of like turned away and rolled her eyes and like filled out oh, my prescription dude. and oh, gave fuck, it to no, me. Fuck her, fuck her, dude, dude. I would have, I would have. I'd have been like, you're a bitch. I'd have been like, and you're she's a bitch. like, and I was like, all right, well, thanks. And she's like, yeah, you can come back and get those checked out if you want. And I was like, I'd I won't. Like, Suck my dick. <laughs> I like stood up and I like, I like waved and I was like, I won't, and walked That's away. <laughs> That's great, dude. I was like, I cannot fucking believe this lady. <laughs> Dude, that's like when I went to the doctor when my head was all fucked up and the doctor like looked on the wrong side of my head and I said, oh, we're off to a great start. And he got really mad at me. I love the like, story. I was like, yeah, man, it's over here. Like, clearly this is the side. Like, you can see it. <laughs> like, I have a major infection in my in my skull. Do you want to help me? It's on this side, dude. Hey, He's doctor, probably use fucking your eyeballs. <laughs> Yeah, maybe he needed to go get his eyes checked. Too. Maybe I don't know. Does he does he know what style he wants though, Jeff? Does he know where he's gonna get them? Maybe they'll be fake once he gets they'll them. Just, they're just gonna send you fucking Where's Waldo costume glasses. That's some spiel that that girl or woman or whatever put on some old people, and now the old people think that they're gonna send them fake glasses. If oh, they don't for get, sure. I'm telling you, that's what that is. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Did you know everything's a scam now? Yes, I did know. <laughs> like that. that's a scam. Like you're scamming people. Like if because, you buy things on the internet, it's always a scam, dude. Except you, that lady was scamming you. Because she was telling you they might not be real? What the fuck universe I, does I really feel like that's never happened before. <laughs> I feel like that's almost impossible. That, like, there's I this mean, thing you can do where if you type in the name of a website and then reviews, that you yeah. can see if it's real or not. <laughs> also, they're glasses. They're not, like... I'm not getting fitted for, like, an artificial heart. Like, yes. it's They're lenses that are made with a different curvature. They're just glasses. <laughs> It's not that big of a deal. Like, Jesus Christ. Anyway. I'm all fired up now, Jeff. You got me all fired. I'm sorry I up. fired. It's very easy, Josh. I'm a redhead, dude. <laughs> he runs hot. Don't you? Are you married to one? You know what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> she's, not, she's not redhead like you're redhead. <laughs> what does that mean? Jeff, what does that mean? Tell me. I'll fight you, Jeff. <laughs> 
sounds familiar. <laughs> I'll kill you. Anyway, uh, what what did you, what would you say about this episode overall? Like, how would you how would you rate this episode? I love this episode. I think it's it's uh, a great TOS episode that if you're not like super into TOS or, or like maybe trying to watch some TOS but not watch all of it, like I would check this one out. It's it's very Star Trek. Uh, it goes quick. Like it, the episode went fast, mm-hmm. which is always a good sign. Uh, it's not dragging its ass like some no, episodes not do. Ass. Not drag. Not just. I mean, some episodes of Star Trek in general drag their ass, but this one does not. I feel like I'm like opening up the world of TOS to you, Josh. You are. I'm guiding you through the veil. I never gave it a fair shake, and not because like I, I didn't think it was good or I didn't like it I just I never yeah you just never like gave it the time it deserved like not for any particular reason it just happened that way it was always that's the way a lot of people are with TOS yeah it's very common and I hope that this podcast can give you your window into TOS it's why I always try to include a TOS episode in every collection we do yeah, was this two? No, this this is the first one. Yeah, we did the Magus two, which is the anime animated series, which is our first episode of the animated series we watched on the show. <laughs> Starting with a bang. Why don't we watch the one about the Aztec god that turns into a spaceship? Jesus Christ! <laughs> no Quetzalcoatl. I'm excited. I'm excited for that day. Uh, uh, this is this is like. On the list of TOS episodes that I would give somebody if they wanted to get into TOS. Absolutely. Because I really love this episode. It it exemplifies TOS as a whole in that there's like very hammy moments. Yeah. Very corny moments, like bad special effects, but there's so much heart and soul in this episode. Mm -hmm. And it really, like, it has the ideal of Star Trek. In the like, core, encoded in its very core. The core is, yeah. It's which is always good um, to see, mostly because like Star Trek. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Star Trek's been on in one form or another for like sixty years. Like they're not always going to match up stories, but when you see like that th- common thread, it really ties the whole thing together. And we've talked about it a million times before that Star Trek is different from most other franchises in that way mm-hmm. and that there is a core ideology that holds it together like yeah it's an Aesop's fable of a series yeah every episode should have a moral in it and should make you think about your own morality and your own ideals when you watch it it should uh, it doesn't <laughs> always it should uh, I and believe the- that takes us to the end of the episode that's it. I'm going to go drink some horchata. <laughs> I'm going to go drink some gelato. <gasps> Yo, do you like gelato? I do like gelato. I don't think I like it that much. I, I really do like it. It's the it's the Italian ice, right? Or what we would call here water ice? No, that's not gelato. But it, I, I thought is that a gelati? So mm. a gelati is the water ice or the Italian ice. I don't know. Gelato is thing. like a really thick ice cream. Yeah, so I think the gelati has the gelato in it. I oh yeah, believe. yeah. See, I've never had a gelati. I've never even heard of it. They're they're you know, here. We would call them water water ice. Water ice. Water ice. Uh, 
which makes no sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like Italian ices that much, except the Me ones neither. that you get in like the freezer with, section with the stick, with the wood stick. No, they're like, uh, you know, the little individual ice creams they used to have at school. Yeah, with the like... wooden stick. No, there's no wooden stick. Yeah, you eat it with the stick. I think did you a, not have the wooden. There's stick? a different world you lived in. You had to have a spoon. Where I where with we these. got a stick and we ate it off a stick. Well, have you never done this? We were civilized, so when you. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I had pizza every day. <laughs> Fuck! I can't compete with that. <laughs> the trade-off though was we had to eat ice cream with wooden sticks. You okay. never see. I'm gonna send you a picture. Yeah, if you it. send me a picture, but it like has the little like tab, and it's like got a cardboard yeah. top, and you pull it yes. off. But they sell um, Italian ice like that, but it's like packed in. Yeah, it's not like you eat it with a stick, Jeff. <laughs> I'm t- you can continually repeat it for the rest of our lives. It won't make it true for me. I found the sticks. They c- you could buy packets of sticks. What? Yeah, dude. This is You've a- never done this? It doesn't exist here, Josh. I am so shocked at this. I'm sorry. I don't I'm sorry. <laughs> what if I'd send it to you? Will it work? What if you send the sticks to me? Is that the question? I'm copying the link here. There, there. See it? Do you see it? Yeah, those are fucking, like, they check your tongue with that shit. That's a tongue depressor. You eat ice cream with them, too. Sometimes they're shorter. They're really short. That's a tongue depressor, sir. They're, like, the size of your thumb. This motherfucker's eating ice cream with tongue depressors. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot believe you've never done this. No. I I'm shocked, sir. I'm sorry, Josh. I'm shocked that you've never eaten ice cream with a Anyway, dick. thanks for tuning in to M Glass Podcast. I don't know if we can do emails after this. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna do it. You'll have to toughen up. You'll have to think about the lessons that Star Trek imparted on you about uh, accepting others I, who are completely different. I think our differences are too much, Jeff. We're like uh we're at Darmok and Jalad, <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> at ben and at Jalad with a stick. The fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Look, thanks for tuning in to M Class Podcast, everybody. We love when you listen to us. It makes us feel important, like we're important big boys. <laughs> Please, and Please do. Uh, as Josh mentioned, literally a minute and 14 seconds into the podcast, uh-huh. you can become a patron of ours and help make this show what it is day in and day out, or week in and week out, since we only do once a week, mm-hmm. by heading on over to patreon.com slash podcast, and for as low as $1, you can join our Discord community. Oh, I wanted to do a thing, too. Um... We have uh, we put the show on iTunes, so if you want to go to iTunes and rate and review the show, you could do that. It would help us. That would help. Like, just tell how you really feel to the world. Be honest. Just be honest, and uh, yeah. Tell your friends. I feel like every time I tell you guys to tell your friends, you're like, I'll do it later. I'll tell, tell your fucking them. friends. Tell, tell them now, mom. Yeah, when your mom's hanging out drinking wine with her mom friends, just play the episode. Just go in with a boombox and play the <laughs> like, episode. Like 1985, just roll up with a jam box and just blast in our fucking... 
you can follow us on Twitter at mm. MClass Podcast, or you can uh, send us in an email for our other program. Mclassemail at gmail.com is the address. Uh, yeah. Singular. Singular. Uh, again, we appreciate you listening to this podcast. Um, I know it can get a little weird at times. No, it's never weird. We're perfect. We're perfect boys. He's right. I was just lying. We're fucking perfect. I apologize for nothing. Uh, it, was, it was fake humbleness. We're actually I have best. no humbleness. I sold it to Satan, my lord. Thank you. You're welcome, dear sir. Dear sir, what? What? <laughs> Check out this fucking sick roof. Oh, <laughs> Dude, he's using a saxophone. What's happening? <laughs> How is he doing this? Anyway, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week for more M-Class goodness. Bye. Bye-bye. Wind-a-wind-a-wind-a-wind. I'm mentally ill.